1: Probably one of the largest letdowns in political history. Just got fighting. Keep fighting, God wins.
2: I gotta say, I'm pretty confused. I kind of want to tell you about my situation um, because I've been a little confused lately about kind of uh-huh. like myself. Um, I, you know, I came here and I've been considering things a lot more and I, you know, I kind of present a little more feminine, but I actually was born a man and I wanted to know, like, like I personally, like pronouns, I've been trying to think about it, but I wanted to know what your thoughts are on like me. Like, what do you think, what path do you think I should go down? Like, what, what is your advice? Sure.
0: Okay. So you're born a man. Mm -hmm. So XY chromosomes. Um, and... Did you uh, did you go through surgery or did you Not take yet. puberty blockers? Uh, yes, I, did. I what, did. What age did you take puberty
2: blockers? Um, right. I started, I think, when I was eleven. Wow. Yeah. Do you think they help? Helped you? Yeah, you, you? Um, that could be 10 it's hard to tell because um, obviously I've never lived a life where I went through puberty, um, like as a man, so it's hard for me to you,
0: compare. I'm just, I'm just curious, honestly. Don't like, like, do you do, kind of
2: regret regret. No, I think. Um, I don't know if it's gotten to that point okay. yet. No, Again, it's hard for me to compare. Yeah.
1: it's it's um it's a toughie, right? Because you can't like reverse it, right?
2: Um, if I stop taking them completely, I will. It will be reversed, okay. and I will eventually go through male puberty and um, become a man, which I am considering. Um.
0: Yeah. So I mean, I look. I'm not here to tell you what to
3: do with your life, right? But um, I believe that. Uh, I believe that you should pray. I don't know if you believe in God or not, but I do. Right. Okay. okay, so hear me out. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I think that living with your natural design would give me more peace than I think in my dreams.
2: Okay, thank you. Can you send my arm, please? Um, As like as okay. like a little momentum. All right. Wait, you have a, wait, where's the pen? Thank you. Here. All right.
1: All right. I don't know <laughs> thank if that you. helps or not. No, so, it does. Thank you so much. All right. Well, thank Charlie, you for being here. Me. Ladies and gentlemen, big shout-out to Turning Point USA. Big shout-out to Charlie Kirk. Big shout-out to the people that understand the war that is on our children right now, both born and unborn. They want your children from the womb until the age of 18, and then they have them for pretty much the rest of their lives. Folks, I titled tonight's show, A War for Our Children is not only a war worth having, but it's a war worth dying for. You are locked and loaded right here on Live from America, and I am. You're ever so humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, coming to you from the live, free, or die Granite State of New Hampshire And it is a blessing to be in this chair for you this evening. And every single day, we are now on May 3rd, year of our Lord, 2022. And boy, is God on the move. Now, what you just seen in that video was very moving. It was very moving. It made me happy. It gave me hope. And it made me sad. I feel so terrible for that kid who literally wants to have a rational, respectful conversation about what he has gone through, and we need to understand it isn't this generation that is messed up in the head, it's the previous generations messing these children up in the head. And when you are a young child, your brain is not even close to fully developed to where it can process rational thought and the consequences for decisions that they make at such a young age. My grandfather used to tell me that you can dig a hole in 10 minutes that can take you 10 years to get out of. And boy, from personal experience, I can tell you that is a a true statement. You, it, it can take 10 minutes to dig a hole that it takes 10 years to get out of or longer or longer. And the fight for our children is a fight worth having. If we can save our children from being murdered in the womb, which I think we are finally moving toward, ladies and gentlemen, this will be a bigger fight, by the way. I hope you're ready. And, and this is how God works. God strengthened you since November 4th of 2020 until now, to be able to fight the real fight. The election is a fight, but it's a battle, not the war. The southern border is a fight, and it's despicable, but it's a battle, not the war. The war is for the future of America, and how can you have a future if the future population is mind-controlled and depressed, hopeless, godless? No direction, no guidance, no God. How can you have a future? How can you make America great again if you cannot win the war for our children, both born and unborn? That's what we're up against. But I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to tell you what. As much as it's going to take standing up courageously to the onslaught that we are all about to face for the war of our unborn, We also have to be compassionate and kind like Charlie Kirk was in that cold open with that young man who has lived in a woman's, uh, lived a man's life, a man in a man's body, but thinks uh, that living a lifestyle of a woman was probably the, the best choice for him up until now. And now he's confused. He's confused because God is on the move. That's why he's confused. He's not confused because of what's going on in society. Society's already failed him. Society's failed him. The world has failed him. The wide path has failed him. It's time to find that narrow path, and that is what God's doing. And God needs you to not only be rough, tough, and ready to fight the good fight and roll up your sleeves and get dirty, but he also needs you to be kind. He also needs you to be compassionate. He also needs you to spread joy. Amen? I want to give a big shout-out. To those watching on Rumble, let me give some names here real quick. Troy Farr, God bless you. I want to give a big shout out to Freddie Durf. I want to give a big shout out to Donnie C on Rumble. I want to give a big shout out to Advantage Specialties, Jane and her whole family. Barbara, uh, how are you, uh, my dear? Barbara Naylor, she uh, runs a business called Kind Embroidery on Etsy. Check it out check it out. They're they're, they're censoring her like crazy right now. Big shout out to uh, Holly from RMA Apparel. Big shout out to Gene and Harry too. And Corn Pop, God bless you. Deb from Illinois. We've got people watching on Facebook. I'd like to say hello if you're watching on the LFA Producer Live Facebook page. We've got Ronald Kukic. We've got Martha uh, Franklin from Connecticut just south of me. God bless each and every one of you. I want to jump over to the Jeremy Harrell Getter page. We've got Amanda Collins, Del, Delma Warren, Ruby Hines, Bev, how are you doing? Good to see you. Thank you. And God bless you. Zachary White is watching. And of course, we always have the RAV Getter Chat that's on fire every single night. Um, there's, some, there's some consistency in there, but there's also some newcomers once in a while. And I want to give a big shout out to every single one of you. Let's go to the Lord now, folks. Reading from Jesus Calling. Again, May 3rd, year of our Lord, 2022. I often, this is, this is great, by the way, wait till you hear this. I often withhold success until people are weak enough to handle it. Now society would tell you, oh, we withhold success because you're not strong enough to handle it. The Bible says I often withhold success until people are weak enough to handle it. What does that mean? It means when trials of many kinds come your way, receive those things as gifts from me, believing that I know what I am doing and my way is perfect. After you have suffered a little while, I myself will make you what you ought to be, ground you securely and strengthen you. You got to go through those hard times and you got to accept them as a gift. James one two through three says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance and tough skin and an armor of God. First Peter five ten says, And after you have suffered a little while, the God of grace, who imparts all blessings and favor, who has called you to his own eternal glory in Christ Jesus. Will himself complete and make you what you ought to be Establish and ground you securely and strengthen and settle you And before you turn out the light tonight, try to reframe how you perceive adversity and failure They are among the ways I prepare you to share my eternal glory Folks, the tough times are times we should pray for The tough times are the times that we should relish in And these times right now, you're here for that. this reason God literally chose you to be here for this reason. If you do not know what your role is, if you do not know how to get involved, if you do not know in which fashion God has you here, then pray to him and ask him. Be around other people. Be around other God-loving, God-fearing people, because those are the people that will help guide you where you need to go. Let's say the Lord's Prayer together. Please remove your hats, and let's go to the Lord together. All is one and the glory forever. Amen. Folks, we're making a difference and God is at work. If you agree that we are making a difference, if you agree that God is at work behind the scenes, and if you agree that major things are happening in this country, then please give me an amen in the comments section. And if you're watching on TV, just maybe send a text message or an email to one of your friends and say, hey, change it to Real America's Voice News quick. God's on the move. We'll be right back right after this here on Live From America. Stay tuned. <music> Folks, I feel it. You feel it. We all feel it. And you know what? Watching um, watching Charlie Kirk handle that situation the way he did, beautiful. Beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Um, I just see so many people typing amen. You know, it's funny that... Uh, I told my wife the other day, I said, you know the great thing about life from America? And she said, there's many things. What? And I said, the fact that I believe this is God's way of literally getting me closer to him, using me to help you guys get closer to him, those who need it. But I also use some of you to help me get closer to God. We are literally doing what God intended for fellowship, We're doing what God intended for us to do when the congregation gets together and relies on each other, and this is why church is so important. A lot of people said, well, church is not a building. It's in your heart. You don't have to be anywhere. Yes, I agree at a 5,000-foot view, but when you get down into it, you you need a congregation, and you need fellowship, and you need to come together, and you need to rely on each other. You need to be able to help each other when you're up and be helped when you're down. And, and, and all of this has been an amazing experience for me, I have to tell you. It has been an absolutely amazing experience for me because it is my journey to get closer to Christ and you guys are helping me get there. And it's literally, gr- we're growing together. We're growing together in our faith. We're growing together in our courage. We're go- growing together in our commitments. And this news, st- this channel that you guys watch, this show that you're a part of, you have funded it to get it here. You funded it to get it here. And now God is literally taken over control, and I don't know where we go from here. I know we're going uh, deeper into the belly of the beast. I know we're getting ready to fight a fight that I don't know a lot of people are, I don't know if a lot of people are ready for, and I also know that um, this may become a full-fledged network someday. There's so many people reaching out to me, telling me to make LFA a network, not just a show, and they would leave and come, and they would be part of this sh- network as hosts. I've, I've had people reach out to me and say that, many people. So who knows where God's plans are? I don't have any plans. My plans are to give you the gospel and the truth every day. Wherever God brings us, it brings us. He brings us. So let's come back to this... Uh, um from this first uh, segment and get into the first and foremost section and really break down what's going on in this beautiful country that we call America. Here we go. And welcome back to live from America here on Real America's Voice News where you get real news and honest views. Please put your cups up because we are getting ready for the first and foremost section and you know what that means we need a little fuel. So go ahead and fuel up if you got coffee. You might have something to put you to sleep, like a little glass of wine or something. Either way, first slurp of the day. Here we go. You know what I love about the internet? It never forgets. There's a lot of bad things about the internet. And and, and, and all those reasons are why my children don't have cell phones. And is why every laptop and computer in our home is monitored by a central location of security in our home. We do whatever we can to keep our kids away from the bad of the internet because that's what would get them. The bad would come through and find them. They don't have to look very hard. They're preyed upon by the government. They're preyed preyed upon by pedophiles. And they're preyed upon by people who want to do them or us harm. But there is good things about the internet. And the good thing about the internet is it never, ever forgets. So first, before we show you exactly how the internet never forgets, let me play you the most recent... um, the most recent statement from Joey Applesauce, Mr. Cornpop, Mr. Harry Legs himself. I want to play you the most recent statement um, that came from him concerning this uh, whole Roe v. Wade, SCOTUS abortion, uh, possible kicking it back to the States. Uh, he, he doesn't like it. Old, old Joey Applesauce, he doesn't like it and he doesn't really know what to say. Uh, his handlers whisk him away pretty fast, but this is what he had to say about it. Check this out.
0: That the existence of a human life and being is a question. Is it at the moment of conception? Is it six months? Is it six weeks? Is it, is it quickening like Aquinas argued? I mean, so the idea that we're going to make a judgment that is going to say that no one can make the judgment to choose to abort a child based on a decision by the Supreme Court. I think goes way overboard. What Thank, you. Made, Thank what you. What does this mean for the midterms? What does this mean for the Democrats' argument in the midterm? I haven't thought that through yet. Do
2: changes need to be made to the court in light of this if this decision holds?
0: I beg your pardon?
2: Do changes need to be made to the court in light of this? Is this No we
0: just have to choose I mean look, one of the reasons why I voted against a number of the members of the court, they refused to acknowledge that there's a Ninth Amendment, they refused to acknowledge the right to privacy. I mean, there's so many fundamental rights that are affected by that. And I'm not allowed, I'm not prepared to leave that to the the whims and the and the uh, of the public at the moment in local areas. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Thank you. My guys. Now, you notice what he said.
1: He was about ready to say, I'm not allowed, and then he said, I'm not prepared. He's got to be very careful in his words, old Joey Applesauce. Uncle Joe there, creepy, sleepy, like, creepy, sleepy, Mr. Harry Legs Corn Pop. He's got to be very careful about what he says. He almost let the real stuff come out when he said, uh, I'm not allowed. He also called a child. He also called it a child in his rambling and in his ranting. You see that his handlers whisked, whisked him away real fast. So that was old Joey Applesauce today. Now, ladies and gentlemen, here was a flashback to 1982 when old Joey Corn Pop Biden, back in his Corn Pop days, as a matter of fact, back in 1982 when a younger, a younger Joe Biden, only five years into his marriage to his former babysitter and now doctor of absolutely nothing, Jill Biden, he had an entirely different stance. He had an entirely different point of view when it came to this. Not only a difference of opinion, ladies and gentlemen, but he literally pushed, pushed and pushed for a constitutional amendment to overturn Roe v. Wade and make it a state issue. Wow, wow, wow there, Uncle Joey. The U.S. Supreme Court reportedly voted an end to Roe v. Wade in a draft opinion by Justice Samuel Alito, and uh, we found out today that it was actually real and that there's Never fear, though. Never fear. Justice John Roberts has the the police on the case. Yeah, because we really care what he has to say. He voted with the liberals in this. The draft opinion was leaked to the press, and I don't even even believe it was leaked. I believe this was all part of the plan. They have moles inside SCOTUS. They have moles in that building, and they got this out because they knew 2,000 mules was coming out. They knew they're getting killed. They knew they had to do something because nobody gives a crap about Ukraine and Russia anymore. So along comes this. Along comes this. Now, in, uh, in 1982, like I said, Joe Biden, you go all the way back there, he voted for a constitutional amendment to allow individual states to overturn Roe. And in 1994, Biden wrote a letter to a constituent bragging that he has voted against abortion funding on 50 separate occasions. I wonder if the brainless, mindless, woke communist zombies... They got called up late last night and said, get your butts down to the Supreme Court, put on your shoes, grab your signs, everybody all hands on deck. But guess what? Let me break, uh, break you in on a little secret here. You can't beat God. This is not the work of Republicans. This is the work of God. Most of our Republicans are weakless, feckless and spineless anyway. This is God's work and you're not going to be able to beat him on this one. Joe entered the sen- Senate old Joey applesauce in 1973, the same year that the Supreme court legalized abortion in its Roe v. Wade decision. He was evolved from being strongly pro-life to rapidly pro-abortion. And here's his list of changes. Here's his list of his changing positions. I'd like to give a big shout out to the uh, donation by K Lee Sully. God bless you. And thank you very much for funding life from America in 1974. A year after Roe v. Wade was decided, he said the ruling had gone too far and that women seeking an abortion should not have the sole right to say what happens to her body. Amen. That's the Joey applesauce that was telling the truth. In 1976, he voted for the Hyde Amendment, which bans federal funding for abortions. In 1981, he introduces the Biden Amendment, which prohibits foreign aid funding of biomedical research involving abortions. In 1982, he voted for a constitutional amendment allowing states to overturn Roe v. Wade. In 1983, he voted against a constitutional amendment allowing states to overturn Roe v. Wade. In 1984, he votes for the Mexico City Policy, which bans federal funding for abortions. And in 1987, he becomes chairman of the Senate Judiciary Committee and leads the fight against the Supreme Court. Court nominee Judge Robert Bork, whom said he was opposed to Roe v. Wade. See what happens? What happened was now corrupt, corn pop, hairy leg, Joe Biden, Joey Applesauce. He has become very, very pro-abortion and pro-killing babies as a Catholic. But way back in his career, he didn't want anything to do with it. Sounds to me like the swamp got to old Joey, huh? Sounds to me like that's when he became part of the swamp. Was in the mid '80s. The mid-80s. So I want everybody to share this with the mindless people out there saying, "Um, a woman's right. This is her uterus. Keep your nose out of our uterus. Blah, blah, blah. This is our business. I want you to share this part of the video with them. So they can see that their feckless, fearless 81 million vote recipient absolutely hates abortion. Now here's a question for all of you that are watching at home right now or a question to all of you who are watching at work right now maybe you're at work and you're watching do you think do you think that it is a coincidence that Planned Parenthood and the abortion industry announced a 150 million dollar donation dedicated to the midterms just before the SCOTUS leak Do you think that that is a coincidence or do you think that that was planned? Again, Planned Parenthood and the abortion industry as a whole announced that they were going to be putting in $150 million into the midterm elections just before the SCOTUS leak. Let me ask you, do you think that was a coincidence or do you think it was on purpose? Baby killer Planned Parenthood and two fellow abortion rights advocacy groups announced that they will spend $150 million. Right alongside Soros and Zuckerberg on the 2022 midterm elections, focusing on battleground states as they step up efforts to safeguard abortions across the country. Think about this, folks. Think about this. These people are federally funded. They get federal dollars. That means your tax dollars. And they just have one hundred and fifty million dollars kicking around. Just one hundred and fifty million dollars. Where did you get $150 million? And if you've got $150 million to put and to try to sway the elections to the Democrats, then why are we federally funding you? That's what I want to know. That's what I want to know. How did they get this $150 million? Where did it come from? The only way that you'd get $150 million is by profiting from abortion and selling the parts, which we know they do. And that's exactly what these godless freaks are into. They're into mutilation. They're into selling parts and who knows what else. And they will fight to the death to keep that right alive for them. We need to yank it from them. There's no way that these people just have $150 million kicking around somewhere to throw into the midterms. They know that this is their last stand. If, a, if, if Planned Parenthood is pumping in $150 million, Soros is pumping in money. They have nothing to stand on. The economy is crap. Everybody's wallets and, and, and pocketbooks and purses are crushed. What are they going to stand on? So they have to try to make this their, their fighting's last stance, and they're going to dump in as much money as they possibly can in order to make sure that they win because they know that their chances of cheating, they're pretty much gone. They're pretty much gone. So ladies and gentlemen, we are going to take our next commercial break right now, but when we come back, we will have gubernatorial candidate for the great state of Arkansas, Doc Washburn on. You don't want to miss it. We'll be right back right after this. Yeah, $150 million, I guess so. Uh, Doc Washburn, are you, uh, are you with us, and can you hear me, sir?
3: Uh, yes, sir. Uh, not only can I hear you, I can see you. Hope you guys can see me.
1: Nope, I'm going uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to bring you on here. Uh, so that we are doing the uh, you know the side by side gig but you are still live to our social media audience so if you'd like Very to good. say uh, if you'd like to say hello introduce yourself i will uh, put you on the screen now so they can so they can see Great. you and you can uh, you can tell them hello this is doc washburn everybody
3: hey y'all um, my name is doc washburn i used to do radio talk show in uh, little rock arkansas little thing called news radio 1029 karn I was fired for refusing the vaccine mandate from Cumulus Media, like a lot of other people were for Cumulus. I've been running for governor of Arkansas since February 8th. There are only two candidates for the Republican nomination. There's one's a liberal. The other is conservative. One is sold out to Walmart, Tyson, the Chamber of Commerce, and the other is me. <laughs> um,
1: I like, nice, nice, nice pitch yeah. there. That's, I mean, that's the uh, truth, um, though.
3: Unlike my opponent, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, I'm running all over the state trying to talk to as many people as possible, the people that she is avoiding.
1: Um, well, and Two and you, a half
3: weeks. You know, sorry, and I,
1: I was just going to say, uh, well, let's save that for the, for the, the full interview uh, okay, because right. I was down in sure. Arkansas. You and I met in Arkansas, and I found out a lot that I did not know uh about her and 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 i'm not and i'm not trying to bash her in any way or anything like that i know i know trump loves her and all this that and the other i get it but i did find out a lot i did not know and i think that's important that's why we have to that's why we have to travel that's why we have to meet people that's why you got to go knock on doors like you're doing so just give me a minute here and we will we'll come back from this commercial and then we'll reintroduce you to the real america's voice audience and 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 we'll get it we'll get it going all
3: right brother appreciate it yes
1: sir yes sir here we go And welcome back here on Real America's Voice News. This is live from America. I am Jeremy Harrell, the host of the show, coming to you from the Live Free or Die Granite state of New Hampshire. And most of you know that I travel alongside Ben Berkwam, Heather Mullins, Amanda Head, and the entire RAV production team as we go around on the tour bus trying to to drum up some hope in all corners of the country. But, you know, while while that was very much needed in 2021 in 2022, we're an entirely different country. We don't really have to spark hope and and, and energy and and fight anymore. It's everywhere. And during our last little leg in Arkansas, I was honored and and, and it was very humbling to meet gubernatorial candidate for uh, Arkansas, Doc Washburn. And he joins us tonight. Uh, Mr. Washburn, how are you tonight?
3: I'm doing great, Jeremy. We have been running all over the state of Arkansas. We're meeting with people everywhere. They'll stand still long enough to listen to me talk, to ask me questions. There are only two candidates in the Arkansas Republican primary. There's me, the conservative, and Sarah Huckabee Sanders, the liberal. And people are like, "Whoa, wait a minute, liberal? She worked for President Trump." Right. She also endorses people who tr- who, who stab Trump in the back. She endorsed Senator John Bozeman here in Arkansas who said the idea that the election was stolen is ridiculous.
1: Yeah, I showed that on the show. I showed that leaked nope. video on the show, yep.
3: And that Trump is at least partially responsible for the uh, violence of January 6th. She endorsed Congressman French Hill, who also said the idea that, uh, that election was stolen from Donald Trump is a fiction and a fallacy, voted to keep Liz Cheney in House Republican leadership because she's such an outstanding conservative after she voted to impeach Trump said Donald Trump's radical leading up January 6th is unforgivable and voted for Nancy Pelosi's January 6th commission. These are the people that Sarah Huckabee Sanders is endorsing. Governor of Arkansas, Hutchinson, Asa Hutchinson, uh, endorsed her, and she said what a great job he's been doing. Now, again, this is the only Republican governor in the, sta- in, in the United States who has ever vetoed a bill to outlaw chemical castration of children, puberty blockers. He's been doing a great job. There's an old Spanish proverb, Jeremy, show me who you walk with.
1: Amen. And I'll show you who you
3: are. She walks with French Hill, John Bozeman, Aza Hutchinson, and Mike Pence, who stabbed us all in the back.
1: Well, you know, the, the thing, about this, um, thing about this show and the thing about what this new Republican Party has been able to do is yeah. literally find out who the rhinos are and find the rats. And, and a lot of yep. the times, a lot of the times, It it was somebody that you looked up to. It was somebody that you fought with. It was somebody that you said, hey, this person is, is, they think like I think. And then you find out, whoa, wait a minute. And I found out a lot of that when I was down there. And not by you, running against her, because that's what I would expect her opponent to say. I found this out from hundreds, hundreds of people that live in Arkansas that came up to me and told me all about this. And I said, what do you mean? I didn't know anything about this. And they're like, yeah. they, they told me that and so much more. But you know what? Before we, before we continue to talk about all this, I want to ask you, yeah. and, I, and I ask everybody this, this is my vetting question about yeah. anybody who's running for any, 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 uh, any position in this new Republican Party. And this is how I find out whether you are worth the fight or whether you're not. Do right. you believe that Joe Biden legitimately won the 2020 election against President Donald J. Trump?
3: Absolutely not. We all watch it being stolen. And it is remarkable to me how in the bubble people can be Republicans in Washington and say, oh, no, no, he won fair and square. Oh, no, it wasn't stolen. Now, the Arkansas Democrat Gazette is the biggest newspaper in the state, and they interviewed me and they interviewed Sarah. And they quoted me accurately. I said, it's obvious the election was stolen. There's no question about it. They asked Sarah what she thought, and her, her, subtly nuanced response was, well, I guess we'll probably never know um, how much, how much uh, fraud there was in the election. She's not going to answer the question. Why? Well, one reason is she has a lot of liberal donors. Walmart, Tyson, the Chamber of Commerce don't want her saying the election was stolen. That's number one. Number two, there's a guy named Chip Saltzman. He is the chairman of her gubernatorial campaign. He yep. is a moderate Republican political consultant out of Nashville, Tennessee, he was in the newspapers in Tennessee back in March of 2021 saying, well, you know, I hate to admit it, but Donald Trump lost fair and square. She won't repudiate that. She won't repudiate Asa Hutchinson for vetoing a, a bill to outlaw castrating children because the Walton Family Foundation, Walmart, says how proud they are to stand with Governor Hutchinson standing with our transgender 8-year-olds. It's ridiculous.
1: Now, I want to I I mean, I stop you real quick, Doc, and sure. I apologize, but i got to get this out. There's going to be a yeah. lot of people who watch this on my show, and there's going to yeah. be a lot of people who watch this on Real America's Voice News, and they're going to be upset with what you're saying. And, right. and I want to say, people, listen... Good news comes in the form of bad news all the time because at least we're privy to the information. Now, I I spent some time with Doc down in Arkansas. This man did not want to run for governor. He did not want to leave his job. He didn't want to leave his life. He did not want to run for governor. As a matter of fact, he had to be basically pressured by his loved ones to say you have to you have to you have to based on a lot of the stuff that he's saying right now now you may like the person that he's running against and that's fine we're not telling you who to vote for what we're doing is telling you a lot of the things that you don't know that we have found out through many through interviews through talking with people face to face through talking with her So again, I'm not here to bash her. I'm here to tell you that we need to make sure that any possibility of a rhino in our party has to be, there has to be massive vetting, not just because, Oh, somebody endorsed me. So they must be, they endorse this person. They must be good. So doc, real quick. Why didn't, why were you, why did you were basically forced to do this? What happened to push you into this? Just so so people know.
3: I was doing talk radio. got fired for refusing the vaccine mandates some friends of mine got together with me and financially invested in doing a national podcast at docwashburnshow.com. Got advertisers pretty quickly, was making money. Everything was fine. Then early February, Sarah Huckabee Sanders goes on her Facebook page and endorses John Boson, and endorses, uh, endorses French Hill for reelection. got hundreds of negative responses, people were, were furious with her and saying, we can't support you anymore, even though she didn't have, Uh, any other competitor for the Republican nomination for governor. That's when my phone started ringing. Man, you need to step up and run for governor. I said, no, sorry, I'm not the guy. I'm not cut out for that. I'm the guy that interviews these people. Then February 6th, Jan Morgan, who is primarying Senator Bozeman, Republican primary for center. When I told her no, she said, look, you don't understand what's going on. We're about to lose our country. Good people like you need to stand up and run for office. You need to talk to your wife and pray about it. Well, you tell a Christian to talk to his wife and pray about something he doesn't want to do. I mean, what am I going to do? Say no. Okay, Jen. All right. I'll talk to my wife. We'll pray about it. And so we did. She said, honey, this is way over my head. I trust your judgment. I knew the Proverbs say that there is wisdom, the abundance of counselors. So the next evening I met with 10 or 11 people in a conference room in a church in North Little Rock, Arkansas to ask them, what do you think I should do? And, I rem- and we talked for two and a half hours. I remember the two main questions. One was, a lot of people don't know what happened to you. You're off, the, uh, you're off the, the, the radio. Would this just be a publicity stunt to let people know about the podcast? Or would you actually be entertaining the idea of trying to win the governorship? I said, no, if you get in it, it's to win it. I mean, that's publicity stunt's ridiculous. The other question is, what would your top priority be running for governor, I said, to glorify God, because we're supposed to glorify God in everything. Amen. And so at the end of the meeting, everybody was unanimous. We hope you do this. I announced the next evening, Saline County Republican Women's Club, what it means that she says such nice things about these horrible rhinos who can't stop criticizing the guy who put her on the map, Donald Trump, and what it means that so many people were complained on her Facebook page. Why won't you answer any questions, Sarah? Why won't you talk about issues? I said, it costs $15,000 to file run for governor as a Republican in Arkansas. I don't have the money. If the Lord provides the money, I'm going to file. The Lord did provide the money. I got to tell you one more thing that happened 19 days ago. Arkansas State Supreme Court ruled with only one dissent. If a school district in Arkansas wants to force mask your children from three years old to 12th grade, you as a parent have nothing to say about it. They can do whatever they want. I immediately condemned that. I immediately said my first day in office I'll sign an executive order outlawing school districts, uh, force masking anybody, and I'll sign legislation with the legislature almost immediately. And 19 days later, Sarah hasn't said a word. She doesn't care. Walmart and Tyson Chamber of Commerce likes it. She likes it. She, know which, she knows which side of the bread her butter's on.
1: Folks, and, and, and what Doc's saying here is 100% true. I, I can guarantee you. What he's saying is 100% true. You need to follow the money. You need to find out who our donors are. You need to find out who's financing some of these campaigns that we are just led to believe, are looking out for us. And yep. I'm not saying that I dislike Sarah Huckabee Sanders. I'm saying I'm in it for the new Republican Party. I'm done right. with the old Republican Party. And right. that's just where I stand, period. Now, you can vote Amen. somebody in there who will vote lock and step with Republican traditions and values, but we're not talking about Republican traditions anymore. Mm-hmm. We're talking literally about fighting this evil back, which is this communist Marxist party. Doc, before we uh, before we wrap up, I just want to read some of your goals that you sure. want to do that you pledge to do if you become governor yes sir you want to replace mandates with freedom no more forced masks no more forced vaccinations you Amen. want to begin immediately to eliminate personal state income and state capital gains taxes you want to make arkansas the safest place in america for children born and unborn you want to uphold- and by the
3: way by the way with the taxes that's not gradually sarah says well we'll gradually get rid of the personal income tax 0.2 percent a year no i mean all of it now <coughs> And, right,
1: ahead. and uh, you want to uh, sign a bill to require public schools to put all curricula online to be made accessible by parents. I mean, all of this stuff goes right down the line with what right. the new Republican Party, the, the firebrands, uh, want. My, my last question to you, sir. Yes, sir. <clears throat> do you think that there was... Do you think that Arkansas is in any risk of the Democrats trying to cheat and steal it? And if so, when you become governor, are you going to make it, uh, are you going to try to get rid of voting machines? Are you going to try to get rid of these Eric systems and go to paper ballots, one ba- yeah. one voting day, one person, one ballot, yeah. all of that? That's what people want to know.
3: Right. Uh, there was a state representative named Jim Sorvillo who represented a very Republican area, West Pulaski County. Now, the rest of Pulaski County, which is Little Rock, is mostly Democrat. And they stole it from him. They stole his seat from him. You can't tell me a Democrat beat a Republican in that part of Arkansas on a year that Donald Trump was on the ballot. So we had right. electoral fraud, fraud here, too. Do I want to get rid of the voting machines? Yes. But I also have to realize that in 1960, Mayor Daley in Chicago helped John Kennedy steal the election of Richard Nixon, and that was paper ballots. So it's it's not a one size fits all. Get rid of the voting machines because they are connected to the Internet. Right. But we have to put safeguards in effect. So some sheriff in some rural county somewhere won't have a whole bunch of boxes of uh, of paper ballots in in his trunk. You know, it's not just as easy as getting rid of the voting machines. We need to do that. But we also need to have stronger safe safeguards. I'm, I'm going to go see the movie 2,000 Mules Amen. tomorrow night. Amen. Uh, Dinesh D'Souza. I mean, if you have anybody that's on the fence about was the election stolen, make sure they go see that movie.
1: Amen. Well, and, they, and people can go to elect Doc Washburn to help and donate if they, if they uh, do their research and find out yeah. you're the candidate they want to vote for, correct?
3: Yes, sir. She's raised something like $14 million. All I need is 1% of that. If I get $140,000, I can get my message out to enough people and I could be the nominee and the nominee is going to be the governor because, Jeremy, everywhere I go after I speak, people say, we're supporting Sarah, we're sending her money, we're just now hearing about you, we're going to vote for you now.
1: I actually saw people say that to you. I literally saw people say that yeah. to you. Yeah, yeah. People that love Sarah and did their sure. research. So all we're asking you to do, folks, on REV and everywhere else, in any state, do yeah. your research. If you find out. That person's who you want to vote for, vote for him, But do yep. your research. Find the money. Follow the money. Doc, God bless Amen. you, sir. It was great to have you here. We'll have you back again. Keep us updated on what's going on. And uh, good luck to you, sir, and thank you for coming on and answering the questions.
3: God bless you, brother. Thank you, Jeremy.
1: Thank you, too. See you later, sir. All right, thank you. So again, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I, don't, uh, I don't have any ill will towards uh, Miss Sarah Huckabee Sanders. I, I, all I know is that in my travels, part of my job is to make sure that I am finding out who the good people are and who the bad people are. Now, I'm not saying that she's necessarily a bad person. All I'm saying is she takes money from a lot of bad people, people you and I do not like. We have to figure it out. We have to follow the money. We have to make sure who we're electing will work for us. We'll be right back right after this. I got to tell you, folks, it's been a long time coming since this, since this, uh, guy, since I wanted to have this guy on because I found this stuff out when I was in Arkansas. And I talked to people at the airport. I talked to people at the hotel. I talked to people at the rally. I talked to people on the way back. I talked to Uber drivers. And I got to tell you, a lot of the people know this in Arkansas. Outside of Arkansas, a lot of people don't know this. And I'm not, again, I'm not saying who you should and shouldn't vote for. That's not my job. My job is to do what I just did. And I found out a lot of stuff that I did not know, and that stuff turned out to be true. So I'm just, I just want you guys to do the same thing, okay? If Sarah's who you vote for, then she's who you vote for. You know what I mean? If, I'd, I'd like, uh, I'd like um, Candace Taylor to win in Georgia, but you guys might want David Perdue. All you need to know, all you should know is this, okay? What you need to know is this. Do your own research, if this is part of that research, my show, then that's great. If it leads you to go find something or directs you to go find something somewhere, that's great. But you cannot make an educated decision on who you want to vote for unless you know who they are. Unless you know who they are. Um, I like Sarah, too. See, there's a lot of people in here. I'm so disappointed to hear this. Again, make sure you go find out how Walmart and Tyson and other big corporation woke companies. Are funding these people because if they're funding these people that means that in some way shape or form they own some certain decisions from these people that's not what we want that's not what we want we're here to make sure that we reform this republican party and by 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 god's uh, grace we're going to do it donnie c says y'all got to do research donnie's done it he knows he knows what i'm talking about here again sometimes you get hit in the face with this stuff and it sucks it hurts Follow the donors. You'll find out who the candidate is. That's all I've got to say. Let's move on and let's come back from the show or from the uh, from the commercial and get back to the actual show at hand. Here we go. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Live from America. And during the uh, commercial break, I got to talk to a lot of people here. Uh, and, and, And what I said was this. You might like somebody for a candidate. I might like somebody for a candidate. You might like Sarah, Sanders, uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Somebody else might like Doc Washburn. But this Republican Party and weeding out the rhinos is probably one of the most important things we could do at this time in our political history. So I just urge you all to please, 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 please do your own research. And the easiest way to do that is find out who their donors are. Find out who their donors are, find out where the money's coming from, and you'll understand the candidate that you're going to vote for. I want to move on. You know that True the Vote used cell phone data to expose the ballot harvesting crime that, by the way, it is an interstate crime. It is a national crime. It's not just a Georgia crime. It's not just a Pennsylvania crime. The crimes that True the Vote exposed is a national interstate crime, a federal crime. Now, they used cell phone data to do that, but that cell phone data, folks. It's not only available to everybody who actually has the money to pay for it, but it's available to the government. And that's all these things are, is little tracking devices. These little cell phones that we all need and have, they're little tracking devices, folks. And I don't know if you're gonna be happy about this, but we now know that the CDC was using our cell phones and the location services of our cell phone data to monitor churches and to monitor schools from kindergarten all the way up to college to determine whether or not Americans were following the COVID lockdown orders. And all of that contact tracing that they were doing, all of that was just to be a backup for the cell phone data that they were already accessing to find out where in the heck you were. This is the kind of stuff that we need to take to court. This is the kind of stuff that the right people with the right money and the right resources need to, to hold these people accountable. And it all started with the Patriot Act. The Center for Disease Control and Prevention used cell phone location data to track millions of Americans in 2021. The CDC monitored curfew zones, churches, schools, Colleges, neighbor-to-neighbor visits, and trips to pharmacies through SafeGraph. SafeGraph, a controversial data broker. The CDC purchased the phone data and used COVID-19 as an excuse to buy the data more quickly and in larger quantities, according to documents exclusively attained by Motherboard through a FOIA request Last week, the CDC used the data to determine whether Americans were actually complying with COVID lockdown orders. Uh, Motherboard reported the documents reveal the expansive plan the CDC had last year to use location data from a highly controversial data broker called SafeGraph. The company, the CDC, paid $420,000 of your taxpayer money for access to one year of data. To include, um, or to include Peter Thiel, a former head of Saudi intelligence, among its investors. Google banned the company from the Play Store in June, but the CDC decided that was the company that they were going to spend your tax dollars on to track you to find out everywhere you went at all times. The CDC bought access to the location data harvested from tens of millions of phones in the United States to perform analysis of compliance with curfews, track patterns of people visiting K-12 schools and higher ed, and specifically monitor the effectiveness of policy in the Navajo Nation, according to the CDC documents obtained by Motherboard. The documents also showed that although the CDC used COVID-19 as a reason to buy the access Uh, to the data more quickly. It intended to use it for more general CDC purposes in the future. So folks, this is just the beginning of them knowing who you are, where you are, why you are, where you are, and what you're going to do next. And they take patterns and they literally predict where they think you're going to go next in order to stop you from going there. If there's a COVID outbreak or if you've got COVID, but it's so much deeper than that. So much deeper than that. The documents contain a long list of what CDC describes as 21 potential CDC use cases for data. They include the following. Track patterns of those visiting K-12 schools by the school and compare to 2019. Compare the epimetrics, which is the Environmental Performance Index, if possible, to uh, the examination of of the correlation of mobility patterns, data and rise in COVID-19 cases, movement restrictions, border closures, interregional and night curfews to show compliance. Examination of the effectiveness of the public policy on the Navajo Nation. Folks, these people are literally inside your home now. We've known this for a long time. This isn't anything new. We know the government tracks these phones. But, the, but what they're using this location service for, what they're tracking you for, is the scariest part of anything. Because they're going to know everything about you. They're going uh, to have experts compiling data about you. Basically a criminal profile about you. If they ever have to come after you for any reason, they know everything about your movements and everything based on the CDC's data alone. And that doesn't even include the NSA. So the CDC needs to be brought to heel and we've got to do something and we've got to do something fast. Now, moving on from that, I'm never, ever, ever shocked anymore in this upside down, backwards clown world that we live in. When I hear about some teacher that tried to get 16 students to change their sex, it doesn't shock me. Although it ticks me off, it doesn't actually shock me, okay? When I find out that a million people came through the border and they're all going to get driver's license, uh, Obama phones, and access to vote, it doesn't surprise me. It ticks me off, but it doesn't actually surprise me. And in this story that I'm about to read to you probably won't surprise you either. Illegal aliens have brought a lawsuit against Texas officials after they were arrested for trespassing. Illegal aliens who have no rights here in America that we Americans have. They're bringing a lawsuit on Texas officials. A group of illegal aliens have filed a lawsuit against Texas officials for alleged constitutional violations within the governor's Operation Lone Star criminal trespass program. The lawyers for the 15 plaintiffs hope to turn the case into a class action lawsuit on behalf of more than 2000 illegal immigrants whom they say have been uh, over incarcerated, arrested based on race, immigration status or national origin, as well as denied due process. They are seeking $18,000 per day for each inmate that is found to have been unlawfully incarcerated or unlawfully reincarcerated. They also seek an injunction to discontinue the Operation Lone Star program and the lawsuit was filed in the U.S. District Court for the Western District of Texas Austin Division. This is just about as crazy as a as a, an illegal alien coming across the border, breaking into your home, hurting themselves on the way in and then suing you for breaking their leg. These people have no rights in this country outside of humanitarian rights. But if we're going to seek $18,000 a day for these unlawful illegal aliens to be locked up for what they call no reason, then I want $18,000 a day for the January 6th prisoners that are stuck inside the DC Gulag. How's that? That's what I want. And then I want these people deported. You're going to treat us like crap and you're going to treat these illegal aliens like kings. Ladies and gentlemen, we're not going to let it happen. And this, this, this country is, is, is falling into a disgraced nation very quickly. We're going to be right back with more Live from America right after this. Please stay tuned. God bless each and every one of you. Thank you for being here. I'm telling you what, man. <laughs> uh, like I said, nothing shocks me anymore. Nothing shocks me anymore, folks. Nothing. Not a single thing. Although I was ticked off when I saw that, I got to say it didn't shock me. Um, On MyPillow.com right now, guys, there's a bunch of BOGO deals. I know I don't got to go through the whole spiel with you, but anytime there's big deals like you buy one, get one free for some people who haven't, bought the sheets, the Giza sheets, the pillows, the comforters, the throw pillows, anything like that, the heavy weighted blankets, all the sleepwear right now has major buy one, get one free deals. So if you do go to mypillow.com, use the uh, promo code LFA and you will get a bunch of BOGO deals. So make sure you guys check that out. I want you to get as many things for free as possible. Somebody said, bring back the buttons. I still have the buttons. They're digital now they 're digital now I just I just got so much going on that it's that I sometimes forget to uh, to pepper them in here and there. so what can we do Oh, uh, you 're talking about the illegal aliens suing Texas? Well, what we can do is make sure that we continue pushing the message out because look where we've beco- look where we 've come look how far we 've come. You know what I mean? pushing these messages out I think we 've come a long way so uh you know, we just got to keep getting the message out, and the right people will pick up the right, uh, f- pick the right fight for them. You, my, your role is to get it out there. My role is to do this. Other people's roles are to fight in court. We all got to work together, okay? So you just keep doing what you're doing, because I, uh, I think we've come a long way. I actually want to read something to you guys real quick. Check this out. I posted this right before the show. Matter of fact, let's come back from this, uh, let's come back from this commercial break first. And, uh, and then we'll get to it, okay? Let's come back from the commercial break first, and then we'll get into it. So, all right, here we go. Welcome back to Live from America, ladies and gentlemen. I would like to take this time really, really quick, uh, if I could, and I can and highlight one of our sponsors, our new sponsors to the show, and that is Gold Co., Proud sponsors alive from America. This is a good company. What I like about these guys is they actually, if you invest into gold and silver, you actually get bars of gold if you want, coins of gold and silver. You get the physical gold. You can also invest in other things like futures and stuff like that. But I want physical gold. If I'm going to uh, put my nest egg or my retirement into anything that actually yields me something and doesn't just fall down the toilet like Biden's economy, it's going to be precious metals. Unfortunately, I don't have a nest egg. I don't have a retirement. But I know a lot of you people uh, that do have them uh, want to look for someplace to put your money. Make sure you guys check out Gold Co. The last time the economy looked like this, the price of gold shot up 1,300%, and the price of silver shot up 800%. So call 855-559-3433 or visit goldco.com. And, uh, and, and, and start getting some precious metals in your house. Hey, if the country and the world isn't going to back their money with gold, then you should do it. Get the physical stuff though. Not anything else. Get the physical. Now, ladies and gentlemen, before we play this last video, I want to read something to you. If you don't think that we're winning, if you don't think that we, uh, the, the, the strategy that we have had since November 4th, 2020 um, has been working, let me just read something to you. This is, by the way, just in the last, I don't know, couple months maybe even a month. Elon owns Twitter and and hence takes their mighty, mighty weapon away from them. CNN plus destroyed. Rittenhouse, innocent. Smollett, guilty. Disney groomer stock stock collapse, and it did have a little bit of a rebound, but it's going back down again, and we're not going to let up on that. Hunter Biden, investigated and will soon be indicted. Durham, indictments. School board, revolutions. Parents and Hispanics, breaking. From the Democrat Party running to the Republican Party. Mask mandates repealed and Roe v. Wade about to see its last days. Ladies and gentlemen, I think we're winning and I think we're doing the right thing. We just got to keep up the fight and we got to not let them get to us. Now, I want to play this next last video to leave you with a little bit of a smile because this is going to be from Senator Elizabeth Pocahontas Warren. Who seems very 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 upset at the fact that wait they're not going to be able to kill babies anymore i just want to play this for you to smile as you as you leave life from america tonight check this out
0: i am angry angry and upset angry and upset and determined mm-hmm. the united states congress can keep roe wave the law of the land they just need to do it I- i've never seen you so angry you s- seem to be this is what the republicans have been working toward this day for decades. Yes, we have. They have been out there plotting, carefully cultivating these Supreme Court justices so they could have a majority on the bench who would accomplish something that the majority of Americans do not want. Sixty-nine percent of people across this country, across this country, red states and blue states Old people and young people want Roe versus Wade to maintain don't as want to the law of the land. The womb, we need to we're, do no, that, not and we stand. have a right. Dismembering extremists? 3, We've heard enough from the extremists, and, and we're tired
1: Well, Senator Warren is not happy, ladies and gentlemen. She is upset. These Republicans have been doing this for decades. Yes, we have. We have. And thank God we're finally here. They just packed the court. No, we actually had legal, you know, legal nominations to the court that know what women are, by the way. Folks, thank you very much for joining here on Live from America tonight. I want to say there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out and keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Remember, a war for our children is a war worth fighting. Visit JeremyHerald.com for more. And I will see you guys tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. for more Live from America. God bless you and have a good night. See you later.